Hello, and welcome to the Built Different Podcast with Zach Clinton. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. While there, you can join in the conversation about this show. Just search for Built Different Podcast in your internet browser. Here now is your host, Zach Clinton, on this edition of the Built Different Podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Built Different Podcast. Guys, we have such an exciting, a special, and honestly, one of the most powerful episodes we've ever recorded releasing today with Mr. Nick Vujicic. Guys, today's episode is going to be speaking into the life of somebody who has really battled insecurity. This insecurity or bullying or anything like that has maybe even slipped into a deep and dark depression where you just feel so alone and so isolated, like nobody cares about you, like you are completely on an island in a sense, and you feel so lonely, and you feel helpless, and honestly, you feel like there's no hope for you. You see, Nick has a story and a testimony of severe hurt in his own life. You know, he was born without arms or legs, so imagine that. Imagine going through that stage in life and he was picked on as a young kid and he was different than everybody else so he felt insecure about himself and he felt like there was so much going against him in life and he slipped into a deep and dark depression that unfortunately led him into a path of actually even trying to attempt suicide and drowned himself in his bathtub but yet God grabbed a hold of him in his darkest moments and you see that's what God loves to do he loves to use our moments of powerlessness or hopelessness to draw us closer to him by clinging to him because we really, at the end of the day, in those dark moments may not have anything else, but yet he reveals himself in those moments to show off his power in our own life. And that's what this episode is. It's to speak to your heart, to encourage your heart today, to let you know that even in the darkest, in the hardest, in the most difficult moments in your life, those moments at the end of the day can produce incredible growth and perseverance. Also, it's just here to help remind you that you are never alone, that God is in the midst of your pain, that God is in the midst of your fire, and he is absorbing it all with and for you but also that God gives you friends for the fire, right? Nick dives into the impact that people have had on his life, especially his family, and how they've encouraged him and how they've been with him and they've pressed close into him even in his darkest moments. So I want you to know these things today. You are not alone. I know life can get difficult. I know life can get incredibly hard. I know you're probably going through something right now that's difficult and hard because trials, they come. I mean, the Bible... His word reminds us of that several times, but when they do, you don't have to go through life alone. Hey everybody, I'm going to end this section with this verse. Isaiah 43.1 says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. My friends, you are his, and I challenge you today, no matter where you're at in life, to press into him and to cling to him in your times of need, because not only will God show up, but he will magnificently show off in your life. Hey, everybody, that interview with world-renowned evangelist, speaker, and author Nick Vujicic is coming up right after this short break. We'll be right back with more after this. 
guys, Dr. Tim, for Ignite Men's Impact Weekend coming August 13th and 14th at Thomas Road Baptist Church. This Ignite is fire. Experience Zach Williams live in concert. Former Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker Ryan Shazir is with us. Best-selling author that fought the battle in Benghazi, Mark Ozgeist for our God and Country Night. Liberty University head football coach Hugh Freeze is with us. World Series champion Daryl Strawberry, Rick Rigsby, so much more. It wouldn't be Ignite without the extreme outdoor expo and kids zone with dozens of workshops stuff that men love hunting fishing football and more featuring some of the leading experts in the world best news virginia is wide open all restrictions are gone and we can't wait to get to ignite don't miss this one Welcome back to the Built Different Podcast. Here's your host, Zach Clinton. Nick, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. God bless you and hello to everyone listening. Yes, sir. Man, this is such a blessing just being an NRB here in Dallas, Texas, but getting the opportunity to interview you, somebody that I look up to, somebody that's inspired me, been an inspiration to not only my life, but so many across the world. Praise God. Praise God. Absolutely. take that to heart. Yes. But sir, what we'd love to do here on the Built Different Podcast is what we really try to do is understand the story Mm. and a journey that's made you into the man you are today. And you know, you're not a stranger to adversity. For those of you that don't know your story, you were born without arms or legs. And Nick, as a kid, you faced merciless bullying, leading you down a slippery slope into depression and so much more as a child. Nick, what were some of those childhood years like for you? Definitely daunting to wake up, um, feeling like I'm in a nightmare that I'm gonna wake up at any moment from. Mm. Um, My parents were very loving, Bible believing. Actually, I'm a PK, my dad was a pastor. Oh yeah. And whether I liked it or not, I had to go to church and I also had to go to school. And being seen by the world I knew I was different, but I didn't think it was such a big deal until I went to school and I Mm. got the bullying. And I'm not saying that I was more bullied than somebody else. Mm. It just felt the whole world was against me Mm. and that God had forsaken me. Mm. If he was a loving God, where is he? If he can do miracles, where is mine? Um, And seeing my brother and my sister born with limbs and then even the bullies that I could, you know, the handful that continued to relentlessly pursue me. Yeah. I'm like, they don't deserve arms and legs. And I and do. I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was hard to understand right. what the heck is going on. <laughs> and it was right. hard. It was just hard. It was lonely. Mm. Um, and I was questioning a lot. Yeah. And I'm sure like you're saying, a lot of maybe jealousy crept in to where it's like, like you said, I want those arms and legs. I deserve those arms and legs. But that was something that was completely out of your control. So how was that maneuvering through and navigating those feelings and emotions with the understanding of that that isn't how God created me to be? Yeah, you know, and it's really, really important for every one of your listeners right now to understand that this question and this answer pertains to you today. Mm. Um, God made us with emotions. And if you don't deal with your emotions, they're eventually going to come up and pop up out of nowhere. And then you're going to do something or you're going to say something that you regret. Mm. And um, God made us with that. Mm. Uh, But he is there to help us process that. 
and so those feelings of jealousy brought in bitterness, which brought in entitlement and mm. pride. Mm. And I shut my heart. Um, mm. I told God, you don't deserve even me talking to you. Mm. You owe me an answer, an explanation. Mm. Why? And so for five years, I went through depression, mm. silent depression. Age 10, I convinced myself um, because I wasn't able to have forward thinking to believe in a life that did exist for me beyond what I was yeah, feeling, beyond right. what I knew, beyond what I saw. Mm. And at age 10, I attempted suicide by mm. trying to drown myself in my bathtub. Mm. And I was stopped by one thought, the third time rolling over, trying to fill my lungs up with water by the image in my head that God gave me mm. of seeing my mom and my dad crying at my grave, mm. wishing they could have done something more. In fact, blaming themselves. Wow. And I didn't want to leave that on them for the rest of their life. Like that mm. is not kind. Right. And so mm. I decided to stay here by the grace of God and mercy yeah. of God. And lastly then, um, the way that, that we must understand is three ways to get out of depression. One is to um, admit and process your emotion. Whether that's journaling, uh, I started journaling at age 13. Wow. Uh, whether it's talking with somebody, I started talking and opening up transparently mm -hmm. with my friends at high school. Just being able to talk to somebody, mm. um, that was important um, to process that. Number two yeah. is the attitude of gratitude. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hurt my little foot. For those of you who don't, have never seen a photo of me, at the bottom left side of my torso, I have a little appendage hmm. called a foot, two toes, uh, that allow me to become mobile. Hmm. And I hurt my foot playing soccer so bad I couldn't walk for three weeks. Wow. And I realized I either have a choice to be angry for what I don't have hmm. or be thankful for what I do have. Hmm. 2020... The crap hit the fan in my life. I yeah. went through fear. I went through depression. I went through anxiety just last year. I went mm. through counseling actually for it. Mm. And I transparently share that to everyone because yeah. sometimes we all need counseling. Right. And I've never, I've had counseling here and there, but I never had um, sequential sessions. Mm. And six hours later, the first six hours was all about betraying people, betraying me, betrayal mm. of the closest around me. Wow. Um, so it was really, really interesting, um, to unpackage those emotions, but on the attitude of gratitude yeah. really quick, when it gets so bad, I actually last year had to think of a bad day hmm. and actually be thankful that mm. I'm still here. Hmm. And that bad day could have been the worst day of my life. Right. If just this was different, then that's it. Hmm. Uh, examples like 2016, I nearly died in a hospital in California. Okay. Right. Uh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I nearly died. Right. right. Uh, my dad died of cancer in 2017. What's mm. worse than that? Maybe I couldn't have said goodbye, but I did. And we had 21 months with him wow. when the doctors only gave him 56 days. Wow. Um, so counting the blessings that way as well, being cognizant of the miracles of God, whether we see it or not. That's right. And thirdly and lastly is to go help someone else in need as far as the mm -hmm. three steps to get out of depression. Mm -hmm. My parents were refugees fleeing communism Yugoslavia. The government took over their possessions. My grandfathers were in jail mm -hmm. for their pacifist uh, belief systems yeah. um, and fled communism. And so we are a family that always remembered 
those who have less than us. Yeah. Uh, and so we've taught our own four children, me and my wife, Kanae, to have the same mode of operation. And mm. in that, um, it silences the stupid lies from the pit of hell itself mm. when it says you're not good enough, you're nobody, God mm. can't use you, you're worthless, just give up. Mm. No, when you feed somebody who don't have food, it silences that voice to say, no, 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 I actually did make a difference in that Amen. person's life today. And I don't know where they're going to go, but I know that today I was faithful to be the hands and feet of God. Mm. And that validates our mm. kingdom identity and purpose in God's given plan and mm. design for our lives. And so mm. to everyone, if God can use a man without arms, legs to be his hands and feet, then God can use any willing heart. And don't be surprised when the kitchen gets hot. Because it gets hot when you stand mm. in front of the gates of hell and read red traffic. Wow. Man, that is powerful, Nick. That really is. And, you know, as I'm sitting here listening, I couldn't agree more. I'm a, an aspiring counselor. I just graduated with my master's in clinical mental health counseling. Congrats. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you for what you do. Oh, absolutely. But thank you for sharing those words because you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, my dad is the president of the American Association of Christian Counselors, and I've been around him my whole life. And those that perspective shift that people really need to understand and then pressing in and valuing relationships yeah. is so key in overcoming not just depression but mental health in general so sir that is so powerful and one thing that you really mentioned in evaluating relationship within your own life was your family you just yeah. mentioned it how key of a role is there within the family system for a child growing up everything i mean if you actually do your research it's something like 70% of those people who are in jail today mm -hmm. or in uh, a juvenile facility yeah. didn't have a father role, yeah. didn't have a father or a father figure mm. in their life. Um, and a massive majority actually are aging out of the foster care system. So when you just look at that, yeah. now reverse engineer as to why would the government of America charge me 40000 US dollars to adopt a kid it's mm. because if no one adopts that kid, that kid is worth 40 grand through the prison system wow. and the foster care system. Wow. So that's why I have to outbuy that slave. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. So what we need to understand is what's really going on here. Mm. And so the, um, the, the breakdown of the family, if you look at the documentary Uncle Tom mm -hmm. uh, and you see what they did, you know what they did? First, the African-American community back in the 60s um, they actually paid fathers mm. to not go to work Wow! Uh, what's just happening now all across America they're making more money not going back to work yep. uh, and what did they do to the African American woman they opened up laws that if you um, claim that you're divorced each child that you get, you get money from the government. Mm. That's exactly what happened in the 1960s. Mm. And so divorce um, was beginning in yeah. the 1960s because of that induced law, mm. actually. Um, and uh, it was induced and unfortunate. Then with the media pressure uh, in 2000 onward, mm. it was celebrated uh, in a way of entertaining for the first time ever in TV, yeah. uh, having affairs mm. and what that looks, sensationalizing sin mm. and having affairs and the breaking down of the family. Yeah. Um, and then the greatest way that the mm. devil could ever take you out 
is your identity. Yep. If you don't know who you are, mm. man, then you're going to believe the world's lies about who they think you are. Mm. That's so powerful. I always say to figure out who you are, you have to first understand whose you are. Mm. Right? Amen. And if you don't know that piece, then, yeah, it's real easy to get lost or discouraged or feel defeated yeah. in a world that feels like it's just piling yeah. against you. But here's the challenge. Yeah. Maybe you're not even divorced. Yeah. Maybe you got your kids under 18, 21 years old. They're in your house. When was the last time you had a conversation with them? Right. Right. I mean, influence is influence. It's mm. challenging the brain. It's, it's having conversations of the heart. Mm -hmm. it's, it's having friendship. How many parents today can say, yeah, I'm friends with my kids? Right. So they may as well be fatherless. If the mm. father's never home, sacrificing all of his life and family time to give their children an opportunity that he didn't have mm. growing up, what your children actually need more than opportunity is a father. That's right. So how do we individually get convicted and led by the Holy Spirit as far as through seasons? And, you know, when you're starting a company, mm. sure, there's seasons of, you know, freaking balls to the wall, let's go, let's work as hard as we can, and I'm right. not home. But then you've got the seasons of that balance as well, where I have my weekly dates with my wife. Mm. You know, I am spending time with my kids daily, separately, loving mm. on them the way that they need to be loved, which Amen. is separate. Four different ways in bringing up children if you have four children. Mm. So being understanding of that and aware of that um, is really important. I don't think many people are teaching that these days. That's right. Pressing into relationships, specifically the familial relationship, yeah. and especially that father. Yeah. The father has such a profound influence on his kids' lives. Right. Nick, as we're talking here, and like you're saying, some people don't have that. Yeah. And even though some people may have that, they still get lost in their identity. Yeah. And so to the person today, the listener today, who's really struggling with his or her identity, who feels like they're believing the lies, right? Those words are coming against them, and they're not just hearing them, they're believing them, and they're starting to sink in and identify with them. What would you say to that person who feels lost and desperate and hopeless today to spark something within them? You know, the biggest influencer of young people, apart from their parents, are their teachers or their friends or media. Mm. And so my question is, who are you surrounding yourself with? Mm. And when you hear something, don't be quick to believe or jump on a train. Yeah. Uh, understand, sure, love and respect, but I don't have to agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, and nor does the affirmation of the world affirm who you really are that's right um that's right and and you know when the world says first of all that you're not good enough you get a second opinion hmm. um the the other thing is who better to tell you your purpose than the one who made you and mm -hmm. i heard that from a pastor called rick warren many mm -hmm. years ago and it's so perfectly put hmm. and simple to understand and we know that our existence is more than just going through school, graduating, finding a job, getting married, having kids, because that's where midlife crisis ha happens. Yeah. It's because you've done it. Mm -hmm. You've done what the world's told you to do, and you know there's mm -hmm. something missing, and mm -hmm. you know you're not satisfied. And mm -hmm. it's when you understand the epiphany and understanding and revelation mm -hmm. that you were not here to exist, nor coexist, nor have, nor experience mm -hmm. a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are meant to know God That's right. as your Father, mm. your Heavenly Father, 
He's a father to the fatherless. He's also my friend. Mm. And I speak to him multiple times a day. That's it. And he's always with me. And the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in me. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I want to unleash that truth? Wouldn't mm. I want to unleash that power? Yeah. Um, and so I feel like it's that intersection of mm. the sobering check yeah. of who are we even when we go to church. Mm. Um we know who we are and what we felt when we were going to church and then not going to church, but who are you without the church? Mm. Um, when was the last time your youth pastor told you to keep your pants on? Mm. Yet we're, you know, jumping on the bandwagon of, you know, pro-life and incremental pro-life bills and I'm pro-life, not pro-choice. Okay, do you know that half the abortions that have happened in America, 375 million babies were at half of that so 77 million okay how many do you know around you who've actually had an abortion mm. in your church how many are actually saying the f word on the way into church and out of church and then everyone knows who's actually having sex before marriage when was the last time mm. your youth pastor talked about keeping your pants on half right. the abortions of america were from christians in churches And we don't know the outlet or the vetting or venting, if you will, Mm. of that really crucial moment when you realize you got a baby in you, Mm. um, where your girlfriend says, I'm having an abortion, or your boyfriend says, you need an abortion, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, even, I know stories of even pastors. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know. Yeah. Okay. We we know what's going on. Right. The fact is, humans are human. But we need a place, a safe place to not only be boldly unapologetically sharing the truth and having you engage, not depend on the church or the pastor or something else, Mm -hmm. apart from your direct relationship with the Lord, Mm -hmm. understanding what prayer is, understanding what reading your Bible is, understanding Mm -hmm. what memorizing scripture is, and understanding Mm -hmm. that you are not ever going to reach your full potential in Jesus Christ until you understand the power of fasting from food. Mm. As a right. lifestyle. That's right. Because the Bible says black and white, you can only break so much in prayer as mm. far as spiritual bonding. Mm. But there are some things that fasting does that prayer itself can never put you to. Amen. So if you really want to go all the way with Jesus, mm. read about fasting and prayer. Read about dying daily to yourself. Mm. If you're not putting God first in your lustful thoughts with your pre-marriage relationship, you've put yourselves in front of it. Do you really think God's going to bless you if you don't put Him as number one? Now, the past is the past. Mm. There's forgiveness, there's redemption. Absolutely. But but there's the next generation. It's you and me. It's our age. It's our millennial generation plus Mm -hmm. where we got to understand this is not just a thing to do or say or be a part of because right. the whole world is doing it. The right. whole world it's is not saying going it. Through the motions. Hundred percent. It is yeah. time, and there'll be a remnant. And mm. unfortunately, you know, I mean, you you can't talk about pro life without talking about the foster care system, That's right. a disabled, That's right. crippled system where the church used to be the hands and feet, mm-hmm. where babies that were just born come in a train. Go read it. Yeah. And the churches would pick, okay, how many babies are we all taking? Yeah. Period. And that was it. Yeah. Now we got a half a million foster kids in America waiting, mm. right, for a home. 
um, who don't have a home, 115,000 children waiting to be adopted, mm. who can't be adopted, won't yeah. be adopted, may never get adopted. Right. Where are we? Right. So where's the church? Mm. Uh, that's where the rubber hits the road. And that is basically a calling for me mm-hmm. as to being in a unique position, mm. not as a pastor, um, but as an evangelist That's right. to equip the church, unite the church and wake up the church. Mm. Say, hey, where are we? Is it really that hard to get 99 families around the one family who's already a foster family or an adopting family? Can we give them a car? Can we underwrite their babysitting? Can we mm. actually help them with taking their foster kid, mm. you know, to places? I mean, right. if you have one foster kid, you got to take them like five places weekly. Mm-hmm. It's freaking tiring. It Can we not be the family of God, though, to look after the children that have been abandoned? And are we not adopted ourselves? Mm. That's right. It's almost like we're talking about people in our culture, in our society, and especially in our generation, are very fake, right? It's like that woke piece that's really arising right now within the church especially. But what we're talking about is being genuine and authentic in our faith and making those daily decisions to follow Christ. And one thing that comes to my mind when it goes to your, back to your book, To Be the Hands and Feet, right, that you wrote, is this infectious joy that you possess, right? Even just talking to you, the way you smile, the different things about you, sir, that stand out to me, that joy in Christ. How does somebody listening to this that doesn't know what that's like, that has never experienced it, how do they find that joy? Do you like poker? Texas Hold'em poker? Oh, yeah. I like Texas Hold'em poker. Oh, yeah. And when you look at the cards on the table that mm-hmm. everyone sees, but no one sees what cards you got, Mm-hmm. You're the champion. Yeah. <laughs> How can you not have joy? How can you not have confidence? When it's won, you won. You got it. You got That's it. it. This, this, is, this, is, this is it. Huh. Has not the war already been won? Mm-hmm. Is not the cards Jesus? That's right. And Jesus and Jesus and Jesus. Mm. Um, it's not, though, that I wake up every morning and mm. say, thank you, Holy Spirit. Right. Right. But it is, though, waking up and saying, thank you, God, for the most difficult times of my life, which Mm -hmm. made me feel worthless, Mm. that made me feel disabled, Mm. that made me feel shattered in a million pieces, Mm. depressed, anxious and scared, where all I had was you Mm. to then cling on to him. And therein, in that journey of faith. As you walk and talk with your friend Jesus Christ, you read the Bible, you memorize scriptures, you fast and you pray, and you see and pray in mm. how God moves, and then He moves, and then He pulls you through the valleys. Most healthy Christians who have an understanding of what a refining process is of Philippians 1.3, who who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That's right. Well, he's still perfecting and working in you. Are we not still under construction? To go through that, you have to go through pain. You have to go through loss. You have to go through the questions that a human being would have when your son gets cancer. Yeah. So when you go through what you go through and you've been through what you've been through, you understand mm-hmm. that God doesn't allow you just to go through things. He allows you to grow through things. Right. The, the apostles seeing all the miracles of yesterday do you not have the same nor more faith today because you saw God open up the man's blind eyes yesterday? Yeah. Do you know not that he can do it today? Mm. 
Do you know not that he's with you today as he was yesterday? Mm. Did he not save your life? Did he not redeem you? Could not have not been worse in your life? And he saved you from the snares of hell. Yeah. And here you are today. Mm. May you be standing straight in righteousness for the good steps are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his ways. Though he fall, he shall not be cast down for he uh, upholds him with his hand. It's us though who undeniably die every day who put on mm. our armor every day because we felt the heat of hell mm. and so we mm. never get out of our bed without putting on our armor we mm. never leave home without praying for our family and continuing to pray it's war it's war and when you're in war and you know though it's already won that's right and and then you have seasons i have to say you have seasons yeah. right oh yeah um like last year i wouldn't have had such a smile and oozing of god's confidence and um, peace hmm. as last year. I had to go through things, but I grew through things. That's right. And we all go through that. And I, I pleasantly, transparently, unapologetically share what I've just shared. So you all know that no one's got anything all together, but you've got to stand clean. You've got to stand righteous mm-hmm. because there are so many wonderful, tragic examples of people not finishing strong Mm. and we can't afford to not have that that's right and so that's so powerful like you said you don't just go through pain but you choose to grow through the pain and even in the midst of the fire i think of daniel 3 shadrach meshach and abednego and they were forged in the fire but at the same time there was a fourth man in there god was in there in the midst of it right and he literally pushed them and forged them through it And a lot of people lose sight of that, though. And what you try to do with your life and through your ministry and through evangelism is you try to help people understand their worth and their value and their beauty and their love in Jesus Christ. Sir, just to close us out, I could talk to you all day, but just to close us out, I know (laughs) we got to go. It has been fun. What is the word that God has placed on your heart for all of our listeners to hear and take away that will just spark some hope and encouragement and motivation in their life? Get on your knees Mm -hmm. have the conversations you need to have with god Mm -hmm. and when you don't hear from him just keep talking to him yeah and when you don't have any words just wait on him Mm. and let the word speak to you Mm. um for those hearts around you that you mourn over Mm. and grieve over know Mm. that god loves them even more than you do that's right and pray for them write Mm -hmm. down your prayer um, that has been helping me. Mm. Um, and then please get educated. Yeah. There's just no more excuse. I think we're going to be the most harshest, most harshly judged generation yeah. ever in the history of the world. Yeah. Because we have everything at our fingertips. And God says, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're not up to date with you know, the documentary Reversing Roe or um, Uncle Tom Mm -hmm. um, or listening to people like Jack Hibbs Mm -hmm. um, who's helping us understand the signs of the times and the evil uh, Mm -hmm. that has oppressed the people of God. Um, you got to be up to par. If you're looking for a spiritual teacher, I love Pastor Robert Morris. That's mm. my home church now. We moved from California to Dallas. Yeah. Just get well versed with the time and mm. ask God to give you eyes and ears to seeing how we're even being taken without us even knowing. I'm going to leave you with one example. Yeah. I found out that my bank 
philanthropically mm. for a social responsibility cause mm. takes my money makes money from my money mm. and gives towards Planned Parenthood mm. do you know that most church banks have the same bank yeah and so I'm here at NRB talking about us being understanding and aware that we need to get as Christians in the political realm mm. It's not a political issue mm. when you talk about human trafficked, unaccompanied minors, 28,000 mm. at risk right now in the last 18 weeks mm. because the construction of the wall stopped the day before the inauguration of Biden. It is not political. It, it, the church should be on the front lines. The next host of big conferences like NRB should be freaking on the border. Yeah. And if you have cameras, because I was there, I had cameras talking to the camera, people are running across. Yeah. 141 nations represented crossing mm. undocumented people, okay? Wow. Uh, including no-fly zones. Wow. So being understanding that, sure, there's seven mountains of influence in the world, yeah. you know, when you got to take the media and you got to take the blah, blah. But politically... Mm. That is the that is the that's where the hammer mm -hmm. gets brought down. Mm -hmm. There's this thing called ESG. There's a carbon print coming up in November. If you don't know about it, go find out about it. Yeah. Um, there are those of us, a remnant, who are very well aware that we're also just about to be restricted in our banking as well. Mm. So anyway, cut the long story short. I'm sorry I took longer than I wanted to in this no. concluding landing Thank on a plane you. with you, and I'm sorry for doing that. But. No. Um, I just wanted your listeners to know of Pro-Life yes. Bank. Uh, it is an alternative. Mm. As God used Noah to save people's lives, God's mm. using me and my friend Betsy. I'm mm. a co-founder of Pro-Life Bank. Mm. You can go to ProLifeBank.com yes. or text the word LIFE to the number 70,000. Mm. Um, to hear of the launch that's happening in 18 months. Obviously, we will not yeah. be funding any organizations that encourage abortion mm. uh, as a Christian value I'm against that That's right. um, and so we are also not a for-profit bank we are a for-giving bank mm. so we will be giving 50% of net profits away to Judeo-Christian aligned non-profit organizations that wow. please the Lord's heart and to empower them to do more of God's work here on earth man I love that two things that you said get on your knees but then last one, get involved. Come on. Nick, thank you so much for what you're doing, just spreading the gospel through evangelism, but what you're doing even with Pro-Life Bank and these simple things that we can get involved in with you. Sir, thank you for leading the charge. We appreciate you. Love you. God bless you. And I mean that with all my heart and your family mm. and everything that God puts your hands to do. May it be mm. blessed and may you be unwaveringly righteous mm. and continuing to pursue all that God has for you. Mm. Appreciate you, sir. Love you. Love you. Man, everyone, what a powerful episode with Mr. Nick Vujicic. I'm telling you guys, what a story of hope and redemption. And honestly, one, like I said, a testimony that may have been filled with incredible hardship from the time he was born, right? Not having hands or feet or arms or legs, but yet what I love about Nick's story is how he found Christ in the midst of his brokenness. And now, even without his own hands and feet, his life mission is to go and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Guys, that is our heart. That is our cry. That is our plea here at the Built Different Podcast. And I pray 
that you would join us. And I pray also that you would just really utilize that valuable resource in Nick's newest book, Be the Hands and Feet. Guys, read it, dive into it, dwell on it, meditate on it, and really try to implement a lot of what he's sharing into your own life. I'm telling you, if you guys appreciate Nick, you can visit his website, nickvujicic.com, and just help support him in all that he's doing in evangelizing the gospel of Jesus Christ in and through his everyday life. Guys, as always, thank you so much for joining us, and we hope to see you next time on the Built Different Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Built Different Podcast with Zach Clinton. As we close today, we want to remind you about the upcoming Waymaker World Conference. This world premier Christian counseling event will be held in Orlando, Florida, September 15th through September 18th. Over the last 14 years, the World Conference has sold out with nearly 7,000 counselors, coaches, pastors, chaplains, and more, representing all 50 states and over 40 countries. To find out more, go to worldconference.net. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to join us next time for another edition of the Built Different Podcast with Zach Clinton. Hi there, this is Jessica from the Built Different Podcast team. As a reminder, you can listen to this show on your favorite podcasting platforms, such as Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Whatever platform you choose, please remember to subscribe to the Built Different Podcast with Zach Clinton. Also, if you happen to catch the show on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Thanks again for tuning in to the Built Different Podcast.